Hello and welcome to another episode of Beyond the Data. And this week's going to be a little different than our previous episodes, as it's an audio-only version of a webinar we recently did here at Rails. I had the chance to sit down with Abe Williams, the VP Head of Small Business at FIS, and we talked about smart banking for small businesses. Now, this is a bit of a longer episode than usual, but I promise it is worth it. Abe talks about so many great aspects of this topic. And unlike our other Beyond the Data episodes, because this is audio only from a webinar, there are going to be some parts where we're referencing people asking questions, attendees, other things that are visually based. But don't worry, the core information is there. And if you want to watch the full webinar, I'll drop the link in the show notes and you can go check it out with the video. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. I'm Abe. It says Abraham, but call me Abe, Abraham Williams. Um, and I lead a small business for, uh, for FIS. And uh, we are very, very, and me personally and FIS, we're very, very interested in um, the relationship between banks and their customers and accounting. Great to have you here, Abe. I'm really excited to have a, the conversation with you today. We We've been chatting back and forth the last couple of weeks, and and there's a lot of great stuff today that uh, that is going to go over. So I'm excited for everyone who is here to uh, join us in this webinar, and and I'm excited as well because I know I'm going to learn some stuff too. So quick agenda for today: we're we're going to start with accounting data for smart finances, then we'll move into some smart banking for small businesses, how FIs can support uh, the accounting data, and the best practices for financial management, and a ton of other stuff uh, that. Uh, we talked about uh, last week. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. And the first topic we'll cover is the importance of leveraging accounting data for small business. And Abe, I'll throw it over to you uh, to give us an idea of, you know, what types of accounting data uh, are most useful for small businesses to track? And, and, and why is that? Well, I think it's really important um, that, like, if you're working in a space that you understand that any way a business can do business, they will do business, right? Mm -hmm. The more ways that you can get paid, the more ways you can get paid. And so, um, and that's often the first thing that a business will do when they start is they'll, you know, start taking payments and then they got to figure out where to put the money and then they get a bank account and they legitimize, et cetera. And I think that's from the, the very beginning of a business. And, and if they're, they're successful, then they can grow on and become a larger business, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and basically, the transactions in that situation are disparate. So you'll have like, you know, you'll get cash, you'll get checks, you'll get credit card, maybe you've got a terminal, maybe you've got a handheld terminal, maybe you take a payment by Venmo, da, 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 da. like you're getting payments from all over the place, right? Um, and now you might think I'm talking about micro businesses, but remember that businesses start somewhere and they all grow. Um, uh, but even in large businesses, there are transactions that are coming in. You, you know, you've got online banking, automatic bill payments. You've got ACHs coming in from over there. You've, you know, like basically the way that the the financial system is set up is that um, there are multiple pieces that are been sort of created on their own. Like you know, you've got an ACH, you got a wire, you got you got this all over. 
And so those things um, are really non-standard across the whole system. Mm -hmm. And so when they uh, make it into accounting, um, it's, it's really hard to make sense of all of that, right? So there's a lot of right. work to tie all that together and um, there's something wrong with that. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a really great point. And and you talk about all of these all of these different you know moving parts, and it it it, it does become um, potentially quite a complex ecosystem if you're not staying on top of it. Um, yeah. And and you know we talk a little bit about uh, you know understanding cash flow in this slide, but you talked about you know understanding all of the accounting. Um, and, and every, all the different things that are happening. So um, is there a way, uh, you know, through, you know, how do we, how do we reconcile all this? Like, how do we, what's the process and how do we make sure that, uh, you know, whether it's a small business that you mentioned or, or any business is, is just staying on top of, uh, on top of this and, and really understanding that? Well, the, well, there's a whole story here. Mm-hmm. Um, Perfect. But, you know, what, like, so like I, I own, I was fortunate enough to work at Intuit and I got to talk to thousands of small businesses when I worked at Intuit because I was there for a really long time. Mm. Um, and I also own a couple of businesses, uh, three of them in San Francisco. And um, I know firsthand and from stories that other humans have told me about how difficult it is to sort of tie everything together. And um, And if you think about the way that it works today, you basically have... Like, like imagine you're in uh, an accounting product, right? And you connect your bank account um, so that you can then sync transactions in and then they come in and then they're all like non-posting transactions. And then someone, some person, some human has to go through the mechanistic process of like, oh God, you know, <laughs> pardon me. Oh goodness. Like, what is the vendor? What is the account? What is the this? Is it, am I creating it? Am I matching it? Oh, does it exist already? Figure that out. Okay, next one. Guess what? There's a hundred of those. Mm. <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's, nice. that's bad. And, and, and in, the, in the accounting products, like they're doing good work. Like they're, 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 they're working to like, they've created rule systems so humans can go in and put like matching things Mm. like if my text string matches this then it goes to this way but guess what guess what sometimes a vendor has a different transaction string sometimes (laughs) and it doesn't (laughs) show up it does your rule doesn't catch it and then you gotta go back and make you update your rule and and uh it's really, if you think about it and you imagine that all the technology that's here today, doesn't it seem antiquated? Mm. Doesn't it seem anachronistic? Doesn't it seem like <laughs> there's a better way? Anyway, I'll stop there. <laughs> no, and that's a perfect segue to, um, you know, talking about how we can take this accounting data uh, and 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 normalize. And that's really, you know, that's what, you know, so we do at Rails and that's, um, you know, I'm sure what we're working toward um, making life easier for exactly that use case you described and, and taking that accounting data and just kind of 
trying to make more sense of it so that, um, to your point, if, if you're a SMB or small business owner and, and, and just trying to, you know, run your business well, that you're hopefully taking some of that anxiety away, um, from that process that you just, that you just mentioned. So Whoa. pardon me, you yeah. said something really important, take mm. the anxiety away because right. like, is it, cause if you, if you really back up and you look at what's and you, you think about like the human who is created this business, right? They, they created this business because they're trying to do something. They're trying to provide a product or they're trying to provide a service, right? That's right. why they go into business, right? They don't go into business to learn to account, right? right. They're like, whoa, I want to be, you know, really into all these nitty gritty details. It's more about like, I'm trying to provide value in my community. That's what's going on, right? And so if you imagine this situation where you have all these disparate transactions and it's, it's a mess when it, it uh, accounting is basically like a catcher's mitt for everything. Mm-hmm. And then you have to like sort it all out. There's a lot of anxiety there. There's a lot of difficulty. 50% of businesses fail after five years and they call it a cash wow. flow problem. Right. Right. And that's a, a generalization, a, a summarization. Um, but the real detail is there is no visibility. Mm-hmm. There's a lag because in order for someone to be able to see and understand what their books are, they've got to spend all this time reconciling it, but they're trying to make their product and their thing. So they hire a bookkeeper, they get an accountant, but maybe they're successful and they make enough moves, the right moves, and then they can hire a CFO. But then guess what? When the company gets bigger, what are they doing? They have a finance team, mm-hmm. right? right? And they have multiple finance teams. And when they get really, really big, huge companies get created, like Divi and Coupa, right? <laughs> right. To, to, like, if you, if you think about it, like those companies are great. They've done amazing work, but I apologize here, but it's symptomatic approach. Mm. <laughs> um, it's really symptomatic. So I, I digress and I should calm down, but <laughs> there's really good work to do here. Right. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. No. And I, and, and I, I, I would like to take all of what you, what you've talked about and kind of roll it up into our last point here. You know, we talked about the anxiety and, and kind of potentially uh, messy data or the lack of that normalization and um, real time understanding of finances and, and reconciliation. So when we talk about all of that, uh, you know, w- what role does does technology play um, to wrap it all up here on this slide uh, to bring what this all together? What role does technology play? Yeah, in in, in smart banking for for small businesses, um, uh, it plays well. Right now, the role it's playing is. Um, a difficult one like mm-hmm. i mean it's working it's working right but you right. have to help it a lot right the technology isn't quite good enough you have to help it a lot mm-hmm. and uh but hello open ai etc right. um mm-hmm. like all the the tools are all here um uh for us to um, put something really good together so the technology is much more better. Um, and 
and um and then when like for 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 rails particularly i mean what what i like about rails is like first and foremost is it's a data science company i think that's the, that's my view on rails i mean you can see all the connections and that kind of thing that's right yeah but um that's the game to play i don't think it's the connection game to play i think it's the, it's the data science game because right. what do you need to do to the data right if the if you have a if you have a stochastic model where the data is disparate and you have a chaotic output right what do you need to do to the data you need to normalize it you need to enrich it etc so i'll pause there but no and that's that's a great point and and you just hit the nail on the head for for uh, the rail side of things and 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 what we do and, and i think you summarize it really well and uh, yeah to your point it's it's taking that that data and and yeah normalizing it and helping it make sense for those that are consuming it to make better uh yeah. decisions essentially there's a really good yeah. question in there we should get to that but i think there's a little bit more that we got to do yeah uh perfect thanks james i i did see your question there yeah and i should mention that we uh do have some time at the end for q a uh, and we will absolutely 100 come back to that so thank you thank you for uh, asking that question um and it's it's here in my screen and, and we'll get to you i promise uh moving into the next section here so the benefits of smart banking solutions for small businesses we talked a little bit about um you know what smart banking looks like what the environment uh, looks like so uh we'll jump into this section and uh, you know, how can small businesses ensure that their accounting data is accurate and up to date? Uh, so, you know, we just talked about how some of that data coming uh, into it might not be up to date or accurate. So what, what can small businesses do to, um, you know, kind of put themselves in, in the right position? Let's see here. So how do small business owners and financial professionals differ in their needs and expectations around smart banking? This is a real problem. Mm -hmm. um, because if you think about it, like... The, the relationship, like businesses and banks um, need to work together. I mean, it's a symbiotic relationship. I mean, for a bank, um, commercial deposits are the largest deposits they get in a fractional banking system. That's really important, right? Mm, right. So, um, uh, but, you know, most of the technology that exists is really like, cons like all the really good technology is more consumer focused and there's a lag on the business side. Um, it catches up over time, but it's, it's, it, this is a lag. So, um, but if you look at what's happening today, what's happening today is that the, uh, like if, if a, Business wants to go to a bank and ask for money. They have uh, resistance in there. They feel resistance because they're like, "This is going to take me three months. Right. This is going to. I'm going to have to get. I'm going to have to pull all this information together. And guess what? Remember we talked about reconciling. Mm -hmm. What if I haven't? Right. Right. Yeah. And then what if I need money now? And what if I know that my business is cyclical, but I can't explain it, right? And I can't prove it, right? That's right. What do you do? Like, I mean, hello, I mean, Square uh, is, a, is an amazing innovation um, because, you know, it was 
based on it was basically like an MCA, right? Mm -hmm. uh, based on payments volume, right? You all of a sudden you begin to use data and you could see how a business was actually performing instead of this lag. So the banks and the businesses right now have this lag of a communication between them, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And that's a problem. It's a problem in two ways, but I'll hold that one because I know we're going to talk about it. But essentially the process right now is that like the business owner has to get, has to do a bunch of work to get prepared to talk to a banker. Then the banker has to go and look through all of their individual things. And not only that, they've got to like copy and paste into three different systems inside the bank or whatever, right? And that's why it takes so long and mm -hmm. it's tiring and mechanistic, right? And, 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 it, and it's a problem when you have humans doing the mechanistic in this space because there's mm -hmm. so much volume, right? And humans don't like that and they get sad. So anyway, <laughs> there you go. No, thank you. And I think you teed it up perfectly. Uh, um, you know, and, and James, this, this may come back to your question as well uh, a little bit. This, um, is taking to your point, Abe, all of these, if you're a small business and you just have all this information and accounting data and it's living in spreadsheets or in physical print mm -hmm. printouts or, you know, all over and you're trying to gather this information for a bank and that may take, you know, weeks because to your point, you don't start a business to become, to be an accountant. So, you know, no. all these things kind of get, get maybe set aside and that's fair because you're trying to focus on what you do best, which is the business. And then on the bank side, they have all these different systems and they're trying to input this information and it could take weeks, months sometimes. Um, but you know, what, what we, what, what rails can do and, and what we're, we, you know, I think smart banking in general is take that process and, and take it from, you know, weeks or months to, uh, days or hours even. Um, and, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think, you got uh, it. Yeah, and and I, I think of a, a little bit of a tangent, but a great story that uh, I heard from from um, one of our clients about. They were working with uh, with an SM with a small business, and uh, this small business was uh, doing exactly what we just talked about, but but virtually dig digitally. And when they click submit, they got up, they took their dog for a walk around the block, and when they got back, everything was done, and they were having a conversation with their um, account manager the same day. Um, so. Again, we talk about reducing that anxiety and and expediting the process, and, yeah. and not only does that help on a on a technical level, but I think on the relationship and just kind of happiness and you know breathing a sigh of relief, like oh okay, this is this is yeah. done now. I can now I can start doing what I do best, which is my business. Yeah, yeah. the The problem on both sides is visibility and control. So um, mm. that may be too great of a generalization and summarization, but um, but basically, like the small business or the business, even a large business has to do a lot of work to make everything visible to see what's going on. Right. And then right. to go, because between the bank and the business, there's this thing in the middle of them. What do you call it? Trust. Right. <laughs> and, right. and with yeah. trust, you have to have proof. So then you bring proof. <laughs> you have to bring proof, proof, trust, but verify. You have to verify the proof. Right. So right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's work and and the way that it's set up right now, I think is just, um, well, it works a little bit. Right. I mean, it works enough to where we can have an economy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> just enough, yeah. <laughs> just enough. 
uh, okay, that, that, <laughs> exactly right. Where where could but we be is. or where are we going? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think this is a great uh, segue into you know the role of of FIs in providing guidance to small businesses around accounting accounting data. So, um, you know how can how can FIs help support that? So. What are some of the common financial challenges? You know, we talked about this. I know we've talked a lot about this already, um, but um, um, how can banks help them be addressed aside from, um, you know, some of the things we've, we've talked about and how can they work with those SMBs? Um, well, how can um, FIs support them in the challenges that they're facing? Yeah. You know? yeah. And the importance of data security, which is like... That's right. Yeah. Let's talk about security first. Yeah, of um, course. Yeah. Um, uh, that's paramount. Data is can be personal, sensitive, um, and in the hands of bad actors, destructive, mm-hmm. um, catastrophic. Um, and so permissioned, secure data is a fundamental component of both trust and fraud prevention. So you can't have a system without that. I mean, that's part of the problem with, this is a little bit of a side note, but if you look at the the cryptocurrencies without regulation, et cetera, there, you can see that a lot of people lost a lot of money. They got really cool. They got really rich. They got really rich. And they go, well, I'm not as rich as I thought I was. Right. Etc. Yeah. So, um, but versus you look at SVB, right? And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden we had regulation. We had a system that could contain the spread of like a lack of confidence there, right? Etc. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I digress. But the importance of data security, regulation, fraud prevention is absolutely critical, and it you can't have a system without that kind of trust and fraud prevention in it. And we are, we are like everything we got, everything we got has to go into this. I mean, there, we have to, we have to follow all the regulations, but we have to even do more than that. And I'll tell you that in working with banks, man, they are very, very, very good at looking at their contracts and understanding how data is being used and pushing back about like anonymized data, et cetera. They are strong there. They are strong. And then at FIS, like the compliance team, oh, it's, it's, I'll say that for, like for me, it has been a lot of work to get to their bar because mm-hmm. you know, I'm from the FinTech space and I'm like, let's go, right? <laughs> but right. It, it's a different story. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I yeah. think so it's, it's, yeah. it's paramount. Yeah. Uh, and then as far as like the the change the challenges that small businesses face, well, they they're trying to get money in as fast as they can. They're trying to slow money going out. And they want to use credit in the middle to try and make that flywheel between ARAP work. And right. then it's all in the in the whole thing they're trying to do is to re- is to keep their cash. Um, solid so that they can take care of things. This is true with even very, very large companies. This is yes. this is not uh, a micro business issue. It right. happens with large companies. 
And um, and so uh, those those cyclical natures with the flow of funds um, are exactly the kind of things that banks are needed for. I mean, you need it. They're needed for like you know, sometimes for the start, sometimes for the grow, sometimes for the maintain. So, um, if if these if the businesses and the banks are connected with the data and the data is secure and it's permission and the information is reconciled and viewable and visible, then, and, sorry, sorry, and the, mm. the FIs can then have tools that can help them do underwriting better, faster, easier. Right. Yep, that's right. Then all of a sudden, things get much more, they, things can happen much more quickly. And the relationship and the, the relationship between the bank and the business owner is different. The perception of the business owner of the bank becomes different. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. So it's, we're kind of bringing everything together. It's like still building that trust, keeping things safe from a data perspective and expediting the process. So, I mean, there's just, mm-hmm. it's closing the whole loop. Um, and I, I, I just wanted to touch quickly on, on, uh, I loved that you chatted about, you know, trust, of course, but the the regulation side of the things and brought it back into kind of the, what happened in crypto recently. And, you know, I, it's like, sometimes you think like, oh, there's so many regulations and there's, you know, like oh, red, red tape, but like it's there to protect us. Those are as, protections. As, yes. As consumers. Right. You need yeah. them. That's we right. need them. Yeah. The very things, important. If yeah. you don't have them, bad things happen. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and just to bring it home with the um, the security side of things and, and privacy side rather I guess more the privacy side you know with the GDPR and and lots of other laws especially in the in the U.S. on the state level being passed there's uh, a lot of good things happening to to uh, um, help out consumers with with their their data privacy and and uh, building even more of that trust so um, thank you for that uh, for that for that story that was great. Uh, Next, I wanted to touch a little bit on, you know, we, we've been talking a lot about trust. Um, and on this slide, we talk a little bit about uh, F, how FIs provide personalized recommendations to SMBs. But I wanted to, to see what your thoughts were on, you know, that that human connection, because we, we we know that, um, that you know, um, relationship between a small business and, and maybe their uh, account manager or um, their their person they talk to at a, at a bank uh, is super important. So um, is there a way, and I know it's difficult, but uh, for FIs to try and, you know, provide some more personalized recommendations or Heck for yeah. SMBs? Heck yeah. So the really cool thing about when you move away from this kind of like stochastic, chaotic output model um, into a model where it's normalized, normalized and organized, reconciled, made visible and then when you have um, a layer on top of that for um, communication and security and those kinds of things all of a sudden technology allows us to scale and understand the individual situation and all of a sudden the relationship becomes more personal which is exactly what community banks want Mm -hmm. That's right. right? Um, big banks want that too, but especially community banks is their lifeblood. So 
when you do that, let's imagine a scenario where, let's say um, you're connected with your bank and your books are reconciled and the business owner is now not in a reactive state to like, oh my gosh, my threshold balance is lower than it needs to be and I've got payroll and commercial rent. Um, again, that's relevant to big business and mm. small business, right? mid-market, et cetera. So what if there's a forecast that can see that will happen because you know, you take the net of AR and AP, et cetera. You come up with that. You have a forecasted bank balance, right? That then tells you what things might look like because nobody right now is combining banking data and accounting data in a cash flow report. I don't think there's anybody doing it, right? Hello? <laughs> Why not? So, um, I mean, maybe someone there is. <laughs> wink, yeah. wink, yeah. Wink, wink, <laughs> right? You're teeing me so, up, I love um, that, yeah. <clears throat> so you could, you could see that. The business owner, the CFO or the virtual CFO, or, or depending on the context of the scenario, can then be proactive. Oh, mm. Like, looks like in the summer season, things are gonna, I'm gonna have this trouble, et cetera. So then what if, the bank sees it too because you let them and you want them to know because what, what happens then? That's different than it happens today. That's a different world. Mm -hmm. The bank might say, I would like to bring you in. I know you're solid. I can see the performance of your business. You need money. We are a fractional banking system. We'd like to give you money. <laughs> We're pretty sure you can get back. Sounds like a win-win to me. Hundred percent. Yeah, and and thanks for the tee up again there, Abe. And James, if uh, uh, to your question, this is relevant as well. But uh, yeah, the forecasting side is is uh, it's, you know with Rails, that's one hundred percent what we do and what we can help with. And I love what you what you mentioned there, Abe, of of being. Um, a bit more proactive with that and, and being able to see that forecast uh, on the on the on the banker side of things as well and be like oh i know your busy season's coming and i have this all this great awesome data and dashboards to take a look at and hey uh, we should have a conversation because yeah you you might need some more you might need some more cash flow and some more yeah. uh, maybe a loan in, in six to eight weeks to 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 keep up with what's coming because we know it's coming and it's going to be great and it's going to be great for us as well so uh yeah that's that's a really really mm -hmm. topical point. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think, you know, this is again, a really great segue into the next question here is, is from your perspective, uh, you know, how do you see the field of open banking evolving, um, in the years to come and, you know, where we are and what's, what's, what do you, what do you think is coming and where we're going to be and how's it going to benefit everybody? Um, how do you see the field? Well, um, well, I think what I've been hinting at is going to exist for sure in the very near term. And I think that's going to be good. Um, the, the other thing that's happening right now is we, some people know this, some people don't, but we are in the hockey stick of Moore's law, the beginning point of it right now. 
Um, and uh, ChatGPT is an example of that, a shorthand sure. way to, to explain that. And um, like even myself, like I am making my, I'm making a second brain right now with the OpenAI API, like my blog and everything. And I'm, cause I, I want to be able to talk to myself about things I forget. <laughs> wow. What's that yeah. about? Um, <laughs> so I don't exactly know where it's going to go, but I do know that, um, that there will be AI involved in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It will be involved internally in companies for an accelerant and an augmentation and it will be outside of companies for personal use for automation etc um it will probably become part of i mean you see stripe uh i i I haven't looked at it specifically i heard about it secondhand so i could be wrong about this but looking for bad actors on discord and fraud and et cetera, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be a lot more of that with AML um, and AI. And I think it's going to be pretty good. The one thing that, and this is not an, uh, this is for me personally that I talk about is like, I'm a little bit worried about AI viruses. Um, Ooh, yeah. Like that's possible now. And so that would be bad if that thing got on your machine or your device on-prem, that would be bad. So um, I think it's going to get really interesting and um, we're gonna have a different approach with uh, security and biometrics. It's the, bi- the biometrics are gonna be the thing that save us with MFA more than likely. Let me just say, um, yeah, that's a good point. And, and uh, yeah, I don't know, I said a lot, but if we bring it back down to this topic, I think it's going to get much better and much more automatic. And I think that the, the, the security controls are really going to turn into things that we don't, they're going to be really powerful. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Someone said, you see learning systems making loan? Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. There's some, there were some other questions too. The first question um, that was asked. So. Yeah, yeah, we can, we can, we have one more. Are we, are we at that point or, or just if we already wrapped up? Uh, almost, we have one more, but, it's, um, and then we okay. can, we can chat, uh, chat with, with James and uh, answer some of these questions here. Uh, thanks for your patience, James, as well. We really appreciate it. Um, and thanks for engaging with us. Um, we, we, we love this, uh, this engagement from our, from our audience and our attendees. So thank you for that. So oh. this last thing we'll, we'll touch on here quickly. Yeah, the best practices to effectively manage SMB finances and data-driven decisions. And I know we've, you've talked a lot about uh, uh, this uh, already today, um, Abe, um, but you know, is there anything else that you want to add into uh, either of these topics? Uh, I know we, we've, mm-hmm. we've chatted a lot, but uh, yeah. you know, best practices for small businesses, uh, managing their finances, and, and any advice that you'd want to give to to small business owners who are just starting to explore, uh, you know, the smart yeah. banking solution side of things. Yeah, well, um, I'll put this together in sort of a like a reference to time. So, um, what's done is done. You can't change what's in the past. It's immutable, just like the blockchain, which is kind of interesting. Mm. Um, and uh, but for now, where we are today, there are some recommendations I have, and then there's the near term, and then we can then we conjecture. I can had conjecture and pontification about the future. Um, but for today, 
businesses can, like the larger businesses have got this figured out. Like they've got teams, they're paying people to do it and software. And I mean, honestly, like a lot of the stuff in like some of those tools are doing a lot of automatic reconciliation already for the bigger companies. It's the smaller companies that, that don't have access to those kinds of tools. Right. Um, but if I go to today um, and I'm talking to a business owner, I would say, get out of your spreadsheet immediately. Get out of your spreadsheet. You need to get into accounting software. Um, and a lot of them, I have my opinions about which ones are the, which ones are the best or good. Um, there's some, they're very, they're getting much better and much simpler now so that you don't need to understand accounting. You don't need to know your T charts and your debits and your credits and what's an income account or a credit account and what's a debit account. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to know about retained earnings and, and opening balance equity and et cetera. You don't have to know those things. Um, they take care of that stuff behind the scenes and do the double entry accounting for you. And yes, it'll be a pain to get your data in, but it's so worth it because you will start to gain some visibility into your business and get a little bit smarter about what moves you need to make to make sure that your business can continue and grow. So um, that's that's number one. Um, and then the other thing is that there are other uh, tools and integrations. There are great, like if you look at what's happening in the small business market, um, like I think we have 50% penetration by verticalized ISVs right now. And uh, which means like you're seeing industry specific applications come in. Like I own a gym in San Francisco, uh, it's called EverStrong SF and I use um, wellness living as my, that's my verticalized ISV that I, I run a lot of my business with, with calendar and scheduling, right? right. Um, so um, move into the software and the tools, not, the documents and the and the spreadsheets because in the paper and the pencil or just trying to run your business by looking at your bank balance on your mobile phone uh, i shouldn't say mobile phone i should say your phone um mm. because you don't have enough visibility and when you don't have enough visibility and understanding of what's going on the moves you make could be mistakes so right. move into the software now. These companies are all trying to do really good things to make their products even better. So bear with them because they're making products, you know, and it takes time. It's going to get faster with AI to build products, but it's a, but that's another thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's a really good point. And, and, you know, one of my, uh, one of my neighbors actually right now is, is, uh, has started a, like an artisan baking company for himself and he makes really delicious sourdough and croissants mm. and pizza dough and all this stuff. But, yeah, make me hungry. Uh, <laughs> I know I haven't either. So I think yeah, maybe I should, I should pull it back here for a second, <laughs> but and he, he, uh, he's kind of in that spreadsheet world now at the beginning phase and he's like, Oh, and already it's kind of getting a little overwhelming. So I'm, I'm suggesting him to do exactly what you just mentioned and kind of get on it earlier. Um, so that, you know, he can focus on, on continuing to bake some really, delicious food and do what he does best which is the artisan artisan yeah. baking side of things and then just kind of you know get get the as we talked about relieve that anxiety for something that he may not want to do or be good at and focus on the good stuff yeah yeah uh rob fro wine uh uh founder of cabbage he would say uh let the bakers bake 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. That's right. Let the really? bakers bake. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Easy. Well, I uh, I think that's it for today. So um, we'll wrap it up. So, Abe, I just want to say thank you so much for thank you. joining us today. It's been an awesome discussion. Um, I've learned a lot. I hope our attendees have uh, learned a lot as well. Um, and just want to say thanks to everybody for, for joining us. And you. Uh, hope you can join us at the next one. And, and Abe, we'll, we'll chat soon, I'm sure. Uh, and have a fantastic day to everybody. All right. Bye, everyone. Okay. Thanks.